Empty Episode 2. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Wayne Fleet BIC Church. You have reached the youth version of our podcast and we are glad you've joined us, whether you are young or young at heart. We're glad to have you here for our um, for our podcast today. So my name is Julie Adams, I'm your host, and I am joined by our wonderful youth pastor, Pastor Wes Hillis. Welcome, Pastor Wes. Hello. Glad to have you here today. Yeah, it's good to be here and I'm excited to kind of continue our series on uh, empty and kind of what that looks like and yeah. So we're just going to be really excited to be able to share this more, more of this message. Awesome. Awesome. So um, yeah, tell us more about it. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of start um, with this. So give you a scenario. So it's late at night and you know that late at night, like you just get super hungry for some reason, like right before bed. Yep. And you go and you're like, no, I'm just going to have some chips. Cause like, I feel like everyone in Canada's go-to is like either chips or just something like just like either like. Tostitos or ketchup chips or Lay's, like just something. Mm-hmm. Salt and vinegar, sign me up. And you go to the kitchen, you open the cabinet, and it's like your favorite flavors, like right yeah. there. And for some reason, you get ready to eat it, and you open the bag, and someone's left it completely empty. Like you go, you know, when you grab the bag, and you're just like, you just know it's nothing's in there, and you're just like, no. My family does that more than I would like to admit. Or maybe like, I know one of the best late night snacks is cereal. And you go and you put the cereal into your bowl and you go to reach for the milk and it's empty. Like who hates getting like that empty milk? Like you go like, whereas someone's just put the carton back in or you got the jug or just, and it's just empty. Nothing left. And it's pretty awful when we experience something like that because like it's just, it leaves you feeling empty too. It leaves you feeling like that. You feel disappointed. Yeah. And like. That's why over this like this four-week series, which is episode two, we're looking at this feeling of emptiness. It's not just an empty feeling of craving something that you can't have, but it's an empty feeling that comes with loneliness. Mm-hmm. It's this empty feeling that comes with wanting more out of life and not being able to find it. Yep. And it's this lingering dissatisfaction that pushes us to ask, isn't there more to life than this? Mm. So why do we feel this way? Because at the beginning of time, way back ago, you know, however long many years that could have been mm-hmm. damage was done to our souls see this happens this happened when adam and eve rebelled against god and disobeying him in the garden of eden and when that happened sin entered humanity mm-hmm. and every person since has also rebelled against god by sinning and all have sinned except for one person um and we're gonna, we're kind of getting ahead of myself but it's fine um so let me give you an example so think about it like a pitcher of water. Yep. We're like this pitcher. Because of the rebellion in the Garden of Eden, because of our own sin, damage has been done to our souls, which means we're no longer functioning like properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of the damage damage that's done to like ourselves, the pitcher, um, it no longer fulfills its true purpose. Now, the true purpose of a pitcher is to hold liquid, it's to hold water. Mm-hmm. So we can pour as much water, water as we can into a pitcher as you want. But this pitcher always ends up being empty. And this is the way we often feel. This feeling in and of itself isn't wrong. It isn't, I wouldn't say it isn't bad or dangerous, but it can become destructive. Because many times in an attempt to satisfy our feelings of emptiness, we turn to the wrong things to try to fill us up. But ultimately, it kind of leaves us even feeling more empty. Yeah. So I have a dispenser. A, uh, it's like a pitcher. Yeah. 
And I recently brought it to our grade eight graduation at our school and we filled it up with water and we put it out there. And then there was like water all over the table. Mm. And I was like, oh, it must be sweating because it's so hot out here. But then pretty soon it was like there was more and more water on the table. And we didn't know. We just, we blamed it on something else. It turns out there was quite a significant crack in the back of my pitcher that we hadn't noticed when we, so that, that just reminds me of that about how sometimes we don't even realize that we're damaged or that, you know. It, it takes a lot to kind of understand that we are damaged, that we are broken. Yeah. It takes a lot of courage to even be able to say that we're broken. Yes. And I think that for a lot of people, we're like this pitcher, which has holes in the bottom and... Or a crack. We don't or, notice. Yeah. We don't notice, so we keep trying to fill it up and fill it up and fill it up and yep. think, oh, it should be overflowing, but really it's dry and empty. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this kind of fits with what we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we looked at the Pharisees and how... They tried to find fulfillment in the law. They became obsessed with behavior and perfectionism, and Jesus sought, Jesus um, rejected this. He called them hypocrites and whitewashed tombs. Because mm-hmm. of this, the Pharisees decided Jesus was their enemy. So they began looking for a way to get rid of him, and this led them to Judas. Mm-hmm. So Judas, as we'll see, also felt emptiness. But instead of trying to find fulfillment in behavior, he turned to money. So even if you haven't grown up in church, um, but maybe you've been around church people a little bit, um, you may have heard of a person named Judas. Yeah. Um, and he's one of those names from history that doesn't really get used as much anymore. It's similar to certain other names that we've heard in history. Yeah. Um, Adolf doesn't get used. Yeah. So we, like, there's certain names from history that people just, you know mm. not to name your yeah. kid after. Um, but we can imagine in that Judas wasn't always a bad guy. After all, before backstabbing Jesus, he was part of Jesus' ministry. Mm-hmm. He was often, he was one of the 12 disciples. Like the other disciples, he must have been something, must have seen something in Jesus he found worth following. Mm-hmm. Like Peter and John, Judas also left everything to follow Jesus. For about three years, Judas, Judas was one of Jesus' closest companions. Man, that's wild. It is, because we don't often think of him like that. No, We just we think of him as someone like, in the crowd. Yeah, or like, uh, I don't know. Like a bad guy that just happened upon them. You yeah. Know? We forget that they were like... Close. Yeah. Ooh. So we don't get a ton of backstory on Judas in the Bible, but it does provide some details that are very telling. So this is John 12, 1 to 3. Six days before the Passover, Jesus therefore came to Bethany where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised Lazarus from the dead. Um, so they gave a dinner for him there. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those reclining with him at the table. Mary therefore took a pound of expensive ointment made from pure nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. The house was filled um, with the fragrance of the perfume. So Judas Iscariot, one of the disciples, um, and he was about to betray him, said, Why was this ointment not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? He said this. Not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. And having to charge and having charge of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. Uh, was he like their accountant or like their? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think if we look back, he was kind of in charge of some of the money. We learned two important details about Judas in those verses. First, Judas oversaw the money bag. This means he handled all the finances for Jesus and the disciples. So at some point, 
there must have been a meeting with the 12 where they figured out who was going to oversee their money. Mm-hmm. We can only imagine that conversation. Peter and John, being fishermen, probably didn't have a ton of accounting background, so they didn't volunteer. Matthew was a tax collector, yeah. so his hand probably went up. But the thing is, everyone knowing tax collectors tended to skim off the top. Yeah. They probably didn't vote for Matthew. This would have been a common thing in ancient practice. Um, the dais could barely keep up with his own sandals, let alone people's uh, donations. So he didn't give. He didn't get. He didn't get any of those votes, mm-hmm. which left Judas, who probably f- um, kind of accepted it reluctantly, but yeah. took the job. Um, with ulterior motives. Mm. Second, we learn that Judas was a thief. He would help himself to the money that was collected for Jesus' ministry. So when Mary took really expensive perfume and poured it all over Jesus, Judas saw money and would never that he would never get his hands on. Uh. So we don't get to read Judas's inner thoughts. We don't get to know his motivations, but based on this incident... Man, I wish he would have written a book too. Judas, wouldn't you I think it would I feel like it would have been interesting, but I'm unsure of it. Because I wonder, with his attitude and certain things, how it would have been written in the eye, like, viewing Jesus. And I wonder, like, it's, sometimes it worries me, like, because, like, like, the Apocrypha or different, like, sects of Christianity have different books in their Bible. And yeah. I'm, part of me gets curious or wonders, but I don't know, I feel like, much smarter and wiser people created. To leave them out? Yeah. yeah. So I kind of trust in that, but it's it's hard because you you want to know what's kind of saying. But well, yeah, I am I'm curious. I'd be curious to know yeah. uh, what he was thinking. Yeah, but I think like even when we do that, we always have to relate it back to kind of like what was Jesus' actual teaching. Yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't know all G- Judas's um thoughts. Um, but maybe he decided to follow Jesus with good intentions. Mm-hmm. But then greed got the best of him. Or maybe this was Judas' plan all along. Maybe when he saw Jesus Jesus performing miracles, he saw a way to get rich quick. Maybe he saw Jesus' power and followed him, hoping to gain his own powers. The thing is, we can only make guesses. Yeah. We don't really know. Um, and like a lot of us, Judas actually felt empty. Yep. And he tried to fill that emptiness with money. Mm-hmm. And this is ironic because Jesus often taught about the dangers of greed. And Judas would have heard Jesus' teachings in telling the parable of the man who had such a plentiful harvest that he ran over room to store his wealth. So he built a bigger barn. So he thought money um, was his answer. He thought that a full barn would chase away the emptiness of his life. Then once he was fully stocked, those bigger barns, he bid it. Like he, yeah. yeah. And so Jesus finished that parable saying, but God said to him, fool, this night your soul is required of you and the thing and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So is this the one who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God? Mm-hmm. And that's Luke uh, 12, 20, uh, verse 20 to 21. So Jesus, G- Judas was looking up to lay up treasure for himself. Yeah. Now, it might be hard to admit, but many of us have the same outlook. No one wants to say, I'm like Judas. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that we can often fall for the same lie. It's a lie that money or material things can fill us. And that our troubles would go away and our problems would be solved if we could just have more stuff. We might think, if I had the right outfit, if I could get the attention I deserve, or if I had a faster computer, 
I could be better at like certain games or anything. Yeah. I'd be better at school. I'd be better at all of this. But those problems can't really be solved with that. Money can't really solve those kind of issues. My em- yeah. The emptiness wouldn't go away. But the Bible teaches us a very different truth. It's Ecclesiastes um, 5 verse 10. He who loves money will not be satisfied with money, mm-hmm. nor, will he, nor he who loves wealth with his income. This is also vanity. The Bible warns that chasing wealth will only make us thirsty for more wealth. And it's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. When we get a little taste of it, we want more of it. Yeah. It's like um, Augustus Gloop from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, I love that if, movie. Yeah. yeah. Just one little bit of chocolate wasn't enough for that kid. Um, wow. He had to get on all fours and start like digging into the chocolate river and yeah. like even that didn't satisfy him. Next thing you know, he was a chocolate clog and a chocolate pipe and Oompa Loompas were singing his song. Yeah. Eventually, Judas's greed led him to betray Jesus. He sought out the religious leaders who had made themselves enemies of Jesus. Matthew 26, verses 15 to 16, and said, What will you give me if I deliver him over to you? And they paid him 30 pieces of silver. And from that moment, he sought an opportunity to betray him. Was that a lot of money? I'm not personally sure Yeah. Um, how much it would have been. I feel like it could have been a little substantial amount, but not too much. Um, yeah. Silver was an expensive type of metal back then, especially for currency, so I could see it being... A so little... like enough to buy a car, but not a house? Yeah, kind of. Um, so after this, Judas gathered a battalion of soldiers and led them to Jesus who was praying in the Garden of Gethsemane. And there he handed over the man, um, the man who called him, the man who trusted him, the man who washed his feet and loved him, all for 30 pieces of silver. To try and satisfy his emptiness, Judas sold out the only person who could bring him true fulfillment. Mm. No amount of money would have ever made Judas feel complete because no amount of money could ever have brought him that completion. No amount of money could bring that to him or to us. Do you think he was disappointed in Jesus? I'm not sure. Like, do, do you wonder if maybe he was expecting more and didn't I think get maybe. it? I think that's similar to what we do. We yeah. expect more and really not understanding that God can see what is best for us. Yeah. Um, and I kind of feel like the story of Judas should leave us asking a question, where do I go to find my fulfillment? Mm-hmm. Our temptation might might be to turn to money or material things, but these won't bring us true satisfaction. I want to remind us of the picture, that illustration. Um, no matter what we try to pour into the picture, it will drain out the bottom because that's those holes, mm-hmm. it's broken, it's not filling its purpose. You could fill it with orange juice or sand or anything, yeah. and it will all flow out of the bottom. Some things may leave it feeling feeling full for a while, for a little bit, but eventually everything that goes in will drain out because filling a broken pitcher doesn't fix the pitcher. The same is true for us. You can pour money into our lives, but if your life isn't, if your life is broken, it won't fill you. You can fill your life with the nicest stuff and the fanciest outfits, but if you have a hole in your soul, you will still be left feeling empty. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say is like those material things that we think we need in our lives aren't the things that are going to fill us. Yeah. They're not the things that are going to make us complete. 
It is only through a relationship with Jesus that will. See, with him, we can find a true fulfillment. Because only Jesus can fix the holes in our soul. Because only Jesus can forgive our sins and rebellion and mend our hearts, which is why he died on the cross after Judas sold him out. Yeah. See, Jesus gave up his life as a sacrifice for our sins. His death and resurrection provided the healing our souls needed. His death and resurrection allows us to have this relationship with that brings true fulfillment in our lives. Without him, I find we are left feeling empty. Yeah. Hmm. That's so true. Yeah. So, uh, so how do we do that? I think how we do that is we start taking those steps um, with Jesus in our lives. We start relying on him more. We start with prayer. I think prayer is one of the best ways to start is just to pray to God that you know walk in your life with you and to kind of accept God into our life. Yeah. Being able to accept God into our life, I think it makes a difference. It's mm-hmm. not this blank acceptance that we're doing, but rather it's acceptance true from the heart, one that matters, one that means something, one that you know when you accept something, you feel it. Yeah. And I think that's where we have to start. Awesome. Thank you, Pastor Wes. Yeah. That was wonderful. Um, so any any announcements you'd like to share? Um anyone uh just going over the summer events like yeah. everything has been emailed so you should be able to see what's coming up the ex- next youth night um will be july 26th and july 28th so if you're in senior high it's on the 26th if you're in junior high it's on the 28th and we're gonna be doing games and movie night awesome. it's gonna be a fun night no we do not have a movie yet but that's okay we'll get there it'll be a surprise Stay it tuned. will be yes so if you didn't get that email or aren't really sure what uh what we're talking about you can email pastor wes um, and his email address is Wes at WayneFleetBIC.com and he'll give you a copy of it or um, chat with you if you need to chat or if you've got any questions about um, anything we've talked about. He'd love to answer them and dialogue with you. If you have any feedback or podcast suggestions, I'd love to hear from you as well. And my email address is Julie at WayneFleetBIC.com. So thank you for tuning in. We hope that you have a great week and we look forward to connecting with you again soon. Bye. Bye.